going on, guys? Maddie here. Welcome into today's show. I missed y'all. It was a busy last couple of weeks, to say the least. August was not my favorite month with my grandfather passing, my grandma in and out of ICU. I had to put my dog down last week. And if I'm being completely honest with you guys, I just wasn't feeling creative. I wasn't feeling like I was going to deliver the value and at the standard of what I normally like to deliver on the show. And I had a, a week where I gave myself some grace and some permission to recharge, refuel, and we're back. Answering one question that I get very, very often, which is, should I go into partnership with someone? And the answer is, there are pros and cons to having a partnership that you're going to want to be aware of that based on your goals will help you better discern how to pick the right partner or whether you get clarity on going down this path and proceeding forward by yourself. So we're going to talk about six things that you must do before entering into a partnership. But before we dive in, if you're new to the show, all I ask is that you hit that subscribe button. If you enjoy any bit of the content that our amazing Millionaire Mindcast team puts out to support you on your wealth building journey, if it inspires you in any way, if it gives you any value, take one minute, go to iTunes, leave a five-star review or whatever platform you enjoy listening to this content on. It would mean the world to us. And don't forget to share this with a friend or family member, somebody you think needs to hear this message today. And also, if you want to know more about my upcoming Tahoe Mastermind, the Tour of Tahoe, it is a full-on business, passive income, wealth-building mastermind event with 10 to 15. It's going to be a very intimate setting at my hotels to hang out with me, to hang out with other hard-charging entrepreneurs that are making some waves in their spaces to really get that iron sharpens iron experience, text the word Tahoe to 844-447-1555 to get more information on that event. You know, when I get this question about partnerships, I've been in a handful of partnerships. Most of them have been amazing and great choices and have drastically changed in a great way the course of my life, the course of my bank account, the course of my leadership. I've also been in one bad partnership that ultimately taught me a lot of hard but valuable lessons. And I wanted to share some of the pros and cons about partnerships today. When you think about why would somebody want to get into partnership, right? There's usually going to be some mindset or level of thinking around one plus one equals 10. If me and this person get together, it's not just going to be two bodies that are, you know, putting out the same effort and workload. It's going to be the fact that together we can go and accomplish so much more, so much faster, compound the value, the skills, the wisdom that collectively by bringing that together in synergy, in convergence, you're going to go out and absolutely dominate and crush. Because if that isn't what you believe is going to happen, then you shouldn't even be considering a partnership in the first place. Partners are great for sharing the workload with, right? That can help you develop ideas and experiences that can help hedge some of the risks, that can split some of the costs, that can add some of the you know, capital that is necessary, that can also create a lot of tax advantages based on the way you structure your business or that partnership. That their network combined with your network can create more opportunity, can bring more customers that can touch certain 
you know, databases and people that maybe one or the other can't do by themselves. The beauty is you want that yin to your yang. And so thinking about how complementary skill sets and mindsets and things along those lines can really enhance your ability to go out and achieve the goals that you want to achieve. Now, of course, there are things that you want to be aware of. Encountering disagreements is usually one of the number one things that ultimately is the demise of partnerships. Whether somebody has a different vision, different goals, right? They decide that they want to sell the business, that they want to end the business, they want to get out and do something completely different, right? How do you handle those disagreements? Making joint decisions is tough when you're talking about you know, big things that impact someone's life, someone's business, someone's vision of their mission or purpose in life. So making sure that you know how to handle those decisions. Sharing in the profits. When you're talking about money, right, that can ultimately, based on who that person is, there's a lot of greedy people out there. And even though many people say money won't change them, when they get a little bit of money, it changes them, right? So being able to share in those profits, share in those income, you know, decisions is a very big deal that oftentimes can create some turbulence for partnerships. Completing taxes, right, in a way that serves everybody based on what their goals are, that can also create disputes. And of course, you've got these opportunities that when certain people are presented with opportunities and the partner decides to go and do something else that doesn't include that person, it can create envy, it can create jealousy, it can create challenges in a partnership. So being aware of how you handle these things, right? These are some of the things that I want to recommend. These six things you should consider before you decide to partner with someone. Make sure, number one, for me, anytime that I have gotten into partnership and it's been amazing, and the time that I ignored this particular point where I thought that I shared similar values with this person, come to find out we didn't have similar values. And I look at every relationship, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a friend, whether it's anyone I decide to spend my quality time with or invest in or give money to or whatever it may be, be in partnership with sharing core values and how you approach the world, how you approach living your own life, how you approach wanting to tackle your business endeavors. Core values are the foundation that everything is built on. Integrity, ethics, doing what you say you're going to do, doing what's right, honest, fair, right? Other core values, being a hard worker, you know, having the ability to be held accountable, whatever those values are that are really, really important to you, making sure that you and that other individual see the same value in those things, because that will be ultimately what you can fall back on all the time. If you have strong core values and you guys are aligned on those values, they don't have to be 100% the same, but the most important things, just like in a marriage, right? If you and your partner may have some differences or they say opposites attract, right? Or that the individual that you are doing life with may be different from you, but the most important things, the big pillars in your life that are foundational to making sure that you guys can push through any challenges that come 
oftentimes are because you guys share in the big pillars of what those values mean to you. And it's the same thing in a business partnership because you will have challenging times with a business partner when you're going out and trying to create something big and massive. So having a strong foundation, make sure that foundation is built off of similar core values. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. The next one is setting clear expectations, right? What are they going to do? What are you expected to do? Making sure that you guys are crystal clear on the roles and the functions and ultimately what each individual at a bare minimum is responsible for doing that you guys have those expectations clear from the start. It's going to avoid a lot of issues going forward because clarity is king when it comes to ultimately having true success in building a business. You're going to have that ability to really perform and over-deliver on the things that you guys are both clear on and in agreement on of what each individual is bringing to the table. And ultimately, that kind of leads into this third one, which is outline how you're going to manage the business finances, right? Money issues, whether it's in a marriage, whether it's in a business partnership, money is one of these taboo topics that create a lot of tension and a lot of issues for any relationship. And also, on the contrary, the ones who are open about it, who are transparent about it, who have frequent conversations about money and how you want to use that money or how that money gets allocated or how it gets saved or how it gets invested, those are the things that are critical to a business partnership. And one of the best things that you can do is set business cash flow projections and budgets. And based on those financial models, it gives you the ability to have a roadmap in terms of how you're going to go and manage your business finances going forward. Now, number four is decide what type of legal partnership you're going to choose. These are things that are important because the structure of your partnership that the way you legally write it up, the way you structure that, the way you document it 
is going to be ultimately the laws, the governing laws of your partnership. So that way you guys are super clear on what the structure is and the operations for anything that would come up. You guys always have something to fall back on. In the times that ultimately challenges arose in partnerships, those were the things that we all in the beginning were able to agree on. And ultimately, when stuff came up, fall back to as you're right. Okay, this is how we handled this. We we agreed on this. And the times that ultimately stuff got squirrely with the one partner that ultimately ended up being a bad partnership, it was when I was naive, that I didn't do my due diligence, that I didn't ultimately read through all of the partnership structuring and the operating agreement. And ultimately, it wasn't in my favor, or I didn't take the time to understand and have clarity. You see that key word here in a lot of these things, right? That it wasn't in my best interest. And if I would have done better due diligence and more research and asked more questions, and ultimately following into this next point, which is having an attorney draw up all of these legal documents, you don't want to leave this to a handshake. You don't want to leave this to a conversation. You don't want to leave this to a text message. You want to have real legal documents that are the governing board of how you guys structure the partnership and the relationship. If you're going to go out and create something amazing and do something so big and so massive, which ultimately is what most people have in mind and envision when they get into partnership with someone, right? It's, I know that I would much rather have a slice of a watermelon than 100% of a grape. So together, we're going to go do something bigger than both of us can do by ourselves. And we want to do life. We want to do business together. Then you want to make sure that you have the proper legal documents drawn up. Now, think of this next point being very, very important as well. Decide how you're going to handle partnership disputes. And this ties into the way you structure the partnership, the way you write up the operating agreement, the way you ultimately will use this document to kind of create conflict resolution. Very, very important whether you decide you want to have a partnership dissolution or how you handle a partnership dispute. These are things that are super, super important. Having mediation in there, having arbitration in there, having someone that you both know and trust to help get through some of these disputes can be something really, really important that you want to talk about. The thing is, nobody plans to die, but they get an insurance policy just in case something were to ever happen. You don't hope to ever exercise that policy because you want to live a very long and healthy and happy and prosperous life, but it's there for a reason. And the way you structure an operating agreement, a partnership, your entity documents, Those are things that you're always hoping for the best in your partnership, but you also want to plan for the worst and make sure that if that worst were ever to happen, that both of you are in agreement from day one on how you guys would dissolve or handle certain disputes that come in the company. And I think that's really important to have that kind of conversation, healthy conflict and healthy conversations around things that are uncomfortable oftentimes create even further conversation around areas that just strengthen the bond, strengthen the trust, and strengthen the relationship and partnership going forward. It's okay to feel uncomfortable about some of these things, and you have to know 
that as you get into partnership with people, they are going to want to have these types of conversations if they're a good partner, if they're somebody that is a successful business person. And so with the right people, the right partners, the right conversations, the right intentions, the right values, when you have this collective conversation around a lot of these things, it's going to be something that sets you up for success. And hopefully all of these things that make you feel uncomfortable or that are concerns get addressed or ultimately they're very clearly defined on how you handle them if and when they ever come up. The last thing that I would point out is decide how you guys will handle opportunities that are presented. The last thing you want is for somebody to feel like they're doing all the work and you're off doing something different or they're getting an opportunity that you're not. All of a sudden, envy and jealousy comes in. One of my great mentors, he's been in partnership with four different people, not just one, four different people. That's four personalities, four individuals that have had massive success together for over three decades. And I was asking him what makes a successful partnership. And he said, one of the number one things for us is that no one is allowed to take an opportunity or invest in an opportunity unless they present it to the other partners first and give them an opportunity to be a part of it and okay it if they decide they're not going to and that individual is going to go and do it without them. And as long as that partner is still upholding what is required and agreed upon and clear on of the value and the expectations, going back to that earlier point of their role in the partnership, and they presented that opportunity to the, the, the group, then there's not going to be any envy, any resentment, any jealousy, any concern about how that partner goes forward with receiving other opportunities. And so it becomes this decision matrix that was detailed out, right? Make sure you have similar core values, set clear expectations from the start, outline how you'll manage the business finances, decide what type of legal partnership you'll choose, decide how you'll handle the partnership dissolution or when disputes come up, have an attorney drop the legal documents, and decide how you guys will handle opportunities that are presented. Because here's the thing, if you are a great partnership and one plus one equals 10, you're going to absolutely dominate you're going to have great opportunities come to you. You're going to have a lot of money come your way. You're going to have people ultimately do things that may try and jeopardize your partnership. But with all of these things, these discussions being had around a partnership, you're going to set a really strong foundation that ultimately you're going to build a moat around that partnership. And that's all you can do. Life changes things happen, stuff comes up, right? And you can't control those things. But what you can do is control all of these points ahead of time and give yourself the best launching pad to go and have a massively successful partnership. Partnerships can catapult you to success that you could never have by yourself, but they could also be a major setback. So make sure you do the work ahead of time and make sure that you choose that person wisely because it could be the difference between being a millionaire or a billionaire or ultimately wasting a significant amount of time. With that being said, hopefully you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave a review, 
share this with a friend, a family member, somebody you think needs to hear this message today. If you want to check out more of our shows or resources offered to our Millionaire Mindcast community, head over to millionairemindcast.com. We got some great freebies, resources, and downloads that we're going to be launching here in the next month or so. We got our Wealth Wine and Dine event sold out happening in Napa. We got the Tahoe event that I, I can't wait. I got some amazing stuff planned for your, the attendees already signed up. And if you want to know more about how to sign up for that event, this is for our high net worth individuals. This is going to be a really small, intimate group, not a big conference. You're going to make some great friends here, some powerful friends here, and you're going to get to have an amazing experience in Lake Tahoe. I'm going to be showing behind the curtain and scenes of how I'm running and operating all of my hotels and some of the things that I've got in the pipeline from a wealth building and business perspective. I can't wait to connect with any of you that ultimately want to join me at that event. And thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you guys. You have been the most amazing, supportive community. And we're going to continue growing this Millionaire Mindcast family with your help. So if you're not following on YouTube, if you're not subscribed, don't forget to do those things. And until next episode, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friends. 